Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Human to Human. I wanted to do this special episode to end the year. I hope you have been well. I hope you are in good health and high spirits. I hope you are getting to spend time with your family. I hope you're spending time with yourself. And I hope you are preparing for the new year. So you guys know I love to reflect and I thought it'd be really special to just do a simple reflection episode where, you know, while you're cooking, cleaning, while you're just, you know, you can be spring cleaning at any time, I always say, um, while you are driving, whatever it is you're doing, we can just talk through a few reflection questions together and get ourselves prepared for the new year. Um, I first wanted to say that this has been such a, what's the word, vast vast, I'll use vast, um, you know, a wide ranging year full of so many different emotions, experiences, um, a lot of ups, a lot of like, I wouldn't say downs, but the, they were more of confusion moments. They were uncertain moments. Um, I got really comfortable with being uncomfortable this year. Um, I've been there before, but I feel like this was a new training in that. Um, I think it's important to have that skill to be trained in that. But I also am like, wow, the experience of getting that training is, you know, it is what it is, right? And so definitely this was a year of just being really uncomfortable, being uncomfortable and getting used to it, recognizing that things are working out um, the way I would affirm myself, updating my affirmations, recognizing that in spaces of the unknown, in spaces of confusion, the affirmations have to be strong, the community has to be strong, and the continuance, the continuing relationship with yourself to believe in yourself, to trust yourself, to try again, to go again, um, also has to be strong. It's not that it's always going to be strong throughout the whole time, but yeah, it is, it's a work in progress that has to be a priority, that has to stay at the forefront, and that was a really um, interesting thing I learned this year of don't ever let that part, you know, waver or let that part not be as important as everything else because the way we talk to ourselves, the way we treat ourselves, and the relationship we have with ourselves is ultimately the one of the most rela- important relationships that we have, right? And when you are in moments of uncertainty, that is when you find out, you know. So, just wanted to share that. Um, if you have not already, please check out this, the latest season of Human to Human. It was fantastic. So many wonderful episodes. Um, so many beautiful people that I feel like were really encouraging to my journey. And I hope we're encouraging to yours. You guys know I love to interview people that I feel really inspired by. I feel that we can all share the vulnerability of what it's like to be human. Um, we had people like Daria Burke, who is, is one of my friend tours and just an amazing woman who dove deep into imposter syndrome. We had Catherine May who talked about embracing uncertainty. Like I said, such a beautiful episode that helped me on my personal journey. We had Alex L. We had Shannon Boudram, Billy Carson, just some amazing names to name a few. Tracy McMillan. Oh my God, this was yeah a beautiful season. So if you haven't already, please dive into the last season and definitely look forward to the next one as you know, I'm going to keep upping the ante on human to human and keep um, just engaging with people that I feel like we are walking through this journey together and they are going to share their stories. Um, and we're going to share the human to human experience as we continue to uplift each other and move forward in our journeys. 
Um, but yeah, those were some episodes that I just really loved. And I hope you guys have a chance to check it out, share with a friend. If you haven't already listened, listen. If you have, re-listen. Because um, I think a lot of them actually could be really helpful as we wind down at the end of the year. So something I deal with pretty much every year is between November and January. I'm like in a little bit of a slump. I don't know the exact reason. I'm still, I still walk through it. I try not to put so much pressure on it, but I recognize that it happens. Um, I think it's just that seasonal, you know, time where you start looking through all your goals. What have I done? Did I do what I said I was going to do? What do I need to wrap up? Um, I, the one thing I'm not going to do this year is try to make all my goals happen before December 31st. I recognize that this is a continuous life. A year is only 12 months. And so I'm more of like a February to October person. Like I go really hard from February to October. I try to walk into the year quietly, calmly, um, not overstressed. And then I try to walk out of the year the same way. And so this is kind of, this is, like I said, one of those reflections that I hope just brings you peace, brings you joy, brings you solace, brings you um, connection, makes you feel seen and heard and recognizing, okay, what are some things that I really enjoyed about this year and what are my intentions for walking into next year? Um, I'll also share some books that I really loved this year. Um, I read this book called Never Split the Difference. It was about negotiating really phenomenal book. It was really easy to listen to. I listened to this one on Audible. So I'll put that out there as well. I have been working on my negotiation skills um, in so many parts of my life. A life is a negotiation, really, right? Uh, so many things, times we're negotiating with ourselves, we're negotiating with our community, with our time, with the our priorities, all of these different things. And so I felt like this book was really helpful for that. And I'm, it's going to be on my reread list. Atomic Habits was amazing. Check that book out. It was so, I actually heard about it multiple times, but this year was put into my vortex by two very special people. Um, actually my friend Nerva put, um, never, never split the difference and atomic habits in my, in my, um, vortex. So shout out to her. But, uh, these are books that I had been wanting to read. And just, again, a friend nudged me at the perfect time. And that book was really great about just checking our, my habits, checking our habits, checking, uh, my relationships with growth, my relationships with building new habits and breaking old habits. So if you are looking to do any of those two things, check it out. Um, Big Magic was another fantastic book suggested by my friend Tora Daria Burke. Um, this book is, I mean, it's for everybody. If you are on your creative journey and just looking to figure out where your creativity stems from, how to continue to build a better relationship with your creativity, how to nourish your creativity. I felt like Big Magic was such a phenomenal book. Also needs to be added to my reread list. It was really, really good. And walking into the new year, I'm going to be reading The Creative Act, A Way of Being. So check that book out as well if it's you know something that you're interested in. But you know I always love to suggest good books that I feel like have been really helpful to my journey, have given me you know perspective, have helped me grow my perspective, and have given me just other ways to look at how I do things. Also ways to see how I do things um, well, and not it's not all about like oh my god I have to change something about myself. Sometimes it's just about like oh, okay that person sees it this way. This is how I do it. How can I either meet in the middle or are there some things I want to change or are there some things that I'm like, no, this works for me. So yeah, these are some books that I really enjoyed this year. Um, yeah, I don't know what you guys think. I thought about 2023. I had so many 
like I said, um, I thought it was a really vast range year of emotions. I will say that the top of the year, I was very head down, focused on mostly human to human, mostly on the podcast, mostly on building myself as a leader, building my team. Um, and then the second half of the year, I was focused on myself personally. Um, I The last time I chatted with you guys, I told you that I wanted to go to London for the first time and explore, and I absolutely did that. I went for three months. <laughs> I actually intended to only be there for one month. So I went to London uh, July 30th, 2023, and I did not get back until October 25th. And that was a long journey. And I was really, really proud of myself, really impressed with um, being able to, you know, just discover and go there and stay. I definitely um, planned to only be there until the top of September and I just couldn't leave. Um, when I went there, I had the intention for people, places, and things, right? I, I mean, excuse me, people. <laughs> that was like off the cuff, but that was not what I meant to say. Apologies. What I meant to say was people, projects, and places. And so I went for community. I went to meet new people. I went to see, okay, what is the community like out here? What is the creative community like? What's the business community like? What's the... Um, what is what are the differences between you know British culture and American culture? What do they like? What do they understand about their human experience, their human connection, their families, um, things like that? I'm so big on expanding human to human worldwide, obviously. And if I'm going to do that, I want to meet as many human beings as possible and see them in their element and their experiences through their lens. And so that was a big part of it places was I wanted to visit as many places as possible. And so I went to Spain, I went to France, I went to Italy, I went to Amsterdam, and I was in London. And that was such a, just a blessing because I hadn't been to any of those places. So it was obviously my first time in Europe and I hadn't been to any of those places. And so I didn't have like such, I didn't have a lot of judgments towards every place or preconceived notions, I'll say. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some more than others. I'll say with Paris, I thought, oh, everyone talks about Paris. It probably won't be that amazing. It was so amazing. Don't let them lie to you guys. Go. Um, and same thing with Italy. Actually, with Italy, yeah, I didn't really have any preconceived notions, but it was just those four places were such a phenomenal experience. All offered something very different. Um, I Paris, I happened to go during Paris Fashion Week. So of course there was just the like rah-rah Fashion Week and the glitz and the glam and it was fantastic. But I also made sure to have a pretty grounded experience, meet people on the ground, hang out with people who were based in Paris, not just flying in. Um, and that was lovely. Um, I will also, I'll put in the notes, some places that I went to eat just so you guys can check them out. Um, and some of these places, if you're planning to travel to Europe anytime soon, um, Italy was gorgeous. I really enjoyed the culture of like the family and the eating and, and the way they spent time taking their time. I think that was something I really admired. I feel like just the culture of work-life balance was really positive there. That was a big reason I wanted to take this trip to also, you know, continue to explore my relationship with work-life balance. I love what I do, as you guys know, but I'm also, I really love the living and the existing of us being human beings. I love family. I love friendship. I love eating. I love discovering. I love 
you know, wandering. And I, I really want to build a, a healthy relationship with those things while still building a business and building a life. Um, and those, those are things that I wanted to discover. So I felt like I really enjoy that in Italy. Um, Amsterdam, I was there for such a short period of time. I went for a, a day trip um, right before my birthday because I just was like, I have to go to Amsterdam. And although it was extremely amazing, I want to go back to make sure I give it more of the time that it deserves because I could not handle, do all of Amsterdam in one day, even though I thought I could. <laughs> and Spain was cool. I was in Madrid. So there's that. It was it was cool. I went with the it was great people. I had a great time with the people I went with. But the city itself, like most of the food was a six out of 10. And I was like, that's annoying me. So wasn't really my favorite cup of tea, but was really glad I went. Um, and I loved how it was very hot, which I'm from Houston. So the hot was cool. Um, but yeah, and I had great company with me, but it was just like an okay experience. I think food makes a big part of it. And I think I enjoyed Paris. Wow. I don't know. I was going to try to rate them, but I don't think I'm going to try to do that because I loved a lot of the food, um, in a lot of those places. So those, those are some really big experiences I had this year. Um, but I'll get into the reflection questions and you guys will probably hear me bring up those places a lot because they were a big part of this year. But yeah, that was, um, kind of the first half was, was definitely more of the business part of my goals. And the second part was the personal. And I will say that I'm really proud of that because I think I wrote that down when I first started this year. And I'm proud to know that that, that really came to pass. And so I'm really grateful for that. And I think, in retrospect, there are some parts of it that I didn't really, not to say I didn't have, I had a lot of gratitude for this entire year, but I also recognize that when you are in it, you don't think it's as exciting, but when you're out of it, you have to remember that you did that. Like you really tried or, and you really put yourself out there and you really, you know, you just made it happen. Whatever that thing is, whatever you wrote down that was on your list of okay, I want to try to accomplish this this year, or I really want to at least have this be a part of my experience, whether you have to put it off till next year or not. I just want us to continue to nurture our relationship with gratitude and allow gratitude to walk us through a lot of the frustration that can happen during the human experience or a lot of the doubt and the worry and the anxiety. Allow gratitude to walk you through that, to push you through that, to guide you through that. Um, so I'll say that because I'm also speaking to myself too. There was, as I'm talking to you, I'm like, oh my God, I actually wrote down this. This is what I wanted. I wanted half the year to be about business and half of it to be about personal. And that's really what happened. So just sitting in gratitude and sharing that with you guys. Um, so what were some of the most fulfilling moments or achievements this year? That's one of the reflection questions. And I will say for myself that one of the most fulfilling things was actually watching myself do what I said I was going to do, which was go to Europe. I didn't have a full plan of exactly what I, every experience I wanted to have. But like I said, I had a people, places and projects baseline. And I really did experience that. I did my first live human to human event in London, which was amazing. You guys will be checking that episode episode out shortly. Um, I got to experience so many firsts by traveling to so many different places within three months and that was a really fulfilling and big achievement for me. I'm really proud of that. And so with yourself, like what was one of the most fulfilling moments for you and one of the most um, achievements that you had this year, make sure to celebrate that, make sure to call it out, make sure to write it down and make sure to honor it because you did it. Who were some of your supporters and mentors this year and how did they contribute to your success? 
So for me, I will say my mentor, Daria Burke, who we got introduced, um, I think in February. And I just have to give her another shout out because I think I brought her up a few times now. She's been such a support to me um, and just a great listening ear and such an inspiration. Um, she has heard some of my you know, darkest moments of like confusion, of not sure, of worry, and has affirmed them and has not made me feel like I was the only one thinking that way or feeling that way. And that has meant a lot. Um, I have to shout out my mom, who has just been such a support system. She is amazing. I'm like, she's such a, wow, she really surprised me in a lot of ways because sometimes I'll tell her things and I'm like, okay, I just told her that random thing. And then she'll bring it up three months later. And I'm like, wow, you remember that. And she's been really supportive. My sisters have been really supportive um, as well. My sister, Tiffany, I have to shout her out. She's been really supportive in a lot of my business goals. Um, my friend Nerva, my friend Megan, like there's been a lot of amazing support. My friend Precious and Kyla, they've been great supporters as well. Just, I mean, my circle, I'm really, oh my God, my friend Kenton, like, yeah, I am really proud and grateful for the people in my world and my circle. There's a few more people to name and I don't want to keep, I don't want to forget anybody else, but there's a few more people to name and I'm just grateful for them. I think how they contribute to your, my success is being a listening ear and not making me feel like what I was going through was singular to me or was impossible to solve. I think that's such a big part of just like anybody contributing to your success. They are willing to see you through it. They're willing to sit down with you. I have to shout out my friend Josh as well. Um, yeah, a few people have just been really supportive and a few more people. But um, yeah, I think what just makes support is being able to stand by somebody while they're going through something and not judging the fact that they're going through that. And also, again, making them feel like that problem can also be solved because everything is figureoutable. We know this. Um, and if you don't, let me remind you now, everything is figureoutable. Um, but in the moments that you're in it, sometimes it doesn't feel that way. And I very much understand that. And I feel like just having a great support system is just so important in that and trying to lean on them even when you really want to isolate, when you want to feel, when you feel lonely, when you feel scared. Um, maybe sometimes you need to lean on yourself first and you got to write it down or talk it out. I like to record videos for myself and just record it and talk to myself about it before sometimes going to my community. So whatever you need to do, that's fine, but just don't skip those steps. Take, take, allow yourself to go through the moments of, of those confusions, how, you know, with whatever you need so that you can know that on the other side, you can do this. You can figure it out. It will work out. It's just in the moment, sometimes it feels, you know, like it doesn't. So I want to say that. Um, have my priorities and e values evolved this year? Hmm. Have they evolved? I will say they have evolved, but honestly, they've been more affirmed, especially in the traveling. I've learned so much more about how deeply I love human to human and just love the concept of continuing to understand and relate to, you know, as many human experiences as possible and journeys as possible. I feel like that was really, really affirmed when I was in a whole other country on the other side of the world. And I felt that that was all I cared about. I deeply care about our relationships with ourselves, our relationships with others, our interpersonal relationships, how we figure each other out, how we communicate, how we forgive, how we trust 
how we are vulnerable with each other. And that, those values were like what pushed me through my traveling, what allowed me to attract so many wonderful people. I met so many wonderful people overseas and I am so grateful for them. Those who, um, I might not call everybody's name out, but please, you know who you are because I said this to you. Um, but it just, there's so many gorgeous people in the world. There's so many good people in the world. And I feel like a, that a big part of my value is, is, is really like communication and connection. And that was really shown to me and affirmed to me while I was overseas, while I was traveling and throughout the year, throughout my work, throughout my personal relationships. And so I, I think that was a really good one. Um, yeah, that has evolved and also just been affirmed. Okay, so the next question is, what's... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say... This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor... State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. What steps can I take to continue my personal and professional growth in the new year? So for me, I want to continue to upgrade my leadership skills, my communication skills, and my strategic planning skills. And so I'm looking to take um, a course or two this new year, as well as contribute to somebody else's team in a strategic way, either as a consultant um, or a strategic planner. And just really seeing myself on a team, I've built my own team several times over the past 10 years of entrepreneurship, but I'd love to learn from somebody else and just upgrade and yeah, just continue to nurture the way I do it um, I, and learn it through another lens. And so I definitely want to prioritize those ways of up, updating and upgrading my professional skills. And on the personal level, um, I want to make sure to prioritize travel again next year, as well as I've said this before, I've got to learn how to swim. And so I have to at least by May, latest May, sign up for a class so that I make sure that next summer that is a priority for me, um, as well as continuing to, I, I want to say just having a good relationship with time and recognizing how much things take time. And so in this new year, not necessarily having so many goals per, you know, per quarter, just having a few goals per quarter, knowing that I do want to balance more of my professional and my personal, um, excuse me, and my, yeah, personal um, goals and the things that I really want to nourish. Cause I want to learn a new language next year. I want to learn how to swim next year. There's several new books. I'm going to continue. That's not necessarily just for next year. I can start that now, but yeah, there's a few things on the personal side that I'd love to just make sure it's continuing to be nourished and which means we have to make more room for that. And so I just want to make sure my professional and personal skills, I'm mean, excuse me, personal and professional goals are balanced. And so always seeing like a quarter, like a few weeks and saying, okay, cool. Like if I have three goals for this quarter in this three months and just giving myself the room because those goals might just be personal or just be professional. So just giving myself space to balance between those. Um, and those steps include mostly for me planning, um, as well as sleeping. Um, I, at the beginning of this year, I had the habit of sleeping at 8.30 PM and waking up at 4.30 and it was amazing. Only when I started traveling is when I was like, okay, cool. You've had your time doing it. You can kind of get out of, out of 
that system for now, but I'm absolutely planning to reintegrate that because it was such, I think it was such a beautiful habit to have. And it really gave me so much time in the morning to just be with myself, to meditate, to pray, to journal, to get myself together mentally and spiritually before starting my day or starting and getting into the weeds of, you know, the day. And so that was a big step that I think was really helpful in, in helping me accomplish any goals this year. Um, this is a really good question and intentions are always really good. And I think, again, if you haven't li listened to my mid reflection, those are where I did a lot of my reflections already. This is just a, a bit of an extension for that to end the new year, but I'm um, excuse me to start the new year, but please listen to the mid year reflections as well, because those are really helpful as well. And you can also add those to the end of your year. Um, but this question says, what are my intentions for the upcoming year and how can I apply the lessons learned from this, this past year? So my intentions for next year, I think I just mentioned it, is really just, I don't necessarily believe in balance wholeheartedly. I don't think that at every, at, there's a moment where it's all going to be all in the air perfectly. I don't believe in that anymore. But I do think that sometimes that we give time to, you know, whatever is needed at the time, that's the most important to our well-being and our priorities at that time. And so a lot of my intention for next year just involved really a lot more personally, um, lifestyle choices. I want to make sure that I'm nourishing myself, um, especially after Nigeria, after um, traveling this year. The way that I like to nourish myself is through a lot of relationships, through family, friends, through discovery, through human connection. So I just want to give myself the space to do that. I want to join a few more com communities next year, continue to build a community around me through some new hobbies. I would, like I said, I want to learn how to swim next year. So I want to, you know, find a community of maybe people who are also learning and figuring that out at the same time. Um, I haven't thought about this like too much, but I have always thought about joining a book club, but I'm like, that seems like something I'd really enjoy because I love reading. And I think just finding new ways to have community, community is really important. Um, when I was in London, building a community in such a short period of time was one of the most rewarding parts of the trip. So I just want to continue to nourish the communities that I have as well as just continue to build on them and attract people that will contribute to, you know, the well-being and the lifestyle that I'm looking to live. And another one of my intentions is love. Um, I mentioned that at the beginning of this year that love was definitely a priority for me. And so as I continue to attract and be open to the love that I look for in terms of a romantic relationship... I am always nourishing my self-love and the relationship I have with myself. And so being one of my intentions is just continuing to pour into myself, continuing to be honest about the things that I want to work on, to be honest about the things that I really love about myself, to honor those things, to um, to just nourish you know, my well-being. Um, I think the world, society, the way that society is run, there's so many, you know, we're all trying to fit in in some way. We're all trying to like understand how to do our time um, in a way that allows us to, you know, be a part of the rat race while still like doing the things we love. And I'm always working through that because for me, I'm like, I want to do the things I love without the rat race. And so just continuing to intentionally build the life I want. Um, and it, a lot of that takes studying ourselves and and being kind to ourselves and self-love. And so I'm just going to continue to put that as a forefront. That's just a big intention for me to stay at the forefront as a priority because it's the, it leads everything else. 
And so please ask yourself what your intentions are for the new year. What are you looking to get out of the new year? Um, there's a lot more I want to journal about, which I'm sure I'll start the new year with um, additional reflections after I do that deeper dive. But as I've um, as I've taken time to think about how this year has gone and what I'm looking forward to for next year, that's always been a big priority, just continuing to develop self-trust, to deepen self-trust, and to use that as the guide for everything else. So yeah, and the last thing is, what did I learn about myself this year? Um, I kind of already said earlier that I don't, I actually, not to say I didn't learn anything new, but I think a lot was just really affirmed with me, um, especially just being in multiple different, many different spaces and feeling like, wow, what you love is really what you love. Doesn't matter where you are in the world, who you are is really who you are. Doesn't matter who you are in the world. Um, I did learn that I I have a consistent um relationship with community and with people. And I really love pouring into people and I enjoy being poured into by people. Um, I learned that I love Indian food. That's like, not that big of a surprise, but I'm like, wow, yep. Affirmed. Like you love Indian food. Um, I had a great time eating a lot of cultural food in London, um, Indian food, Jamaican food, Ghanaian food. Um, yeah, all, all of the Caribbean food. And it was just fantastic. So I was like, yep, these are some of your faves. Um, what else did I learn? I learned that, yeah, like I, I think I mentioned this as well. Um, I will sacrifice and I will be very resilient for those. Those are the things I believe in. I am very resilient already, but I think just watching myself make certain things happen in such a short period of time, um, having that event, travel, um, the way I showed up for myself or my family or my friends, yeah, when I believe in something, like I'm going to be there 100%. And so just having that, the evidence of that, it is helpful when you are, you know, in those moments of self-doubt and you think, oh, no, I can't do that. Or no, there's no way I can make that happen. And you're like, no, I have the evidence that I can and that I will. And so I'm going to. And so I just was affirmed in that way of through my experience this year. And so definitely ask yourself what you learned about yourself this year and what, did that learning help you and how do you want to use it to help guide you in the new year? Um, I'm also going to revisit that question again, if necessary for now, I'm like, I didn't, I, I was very intentional about like, am I learning anything really new about myself? But I think a lot of it was affirmed. I read a lot of books that pulled out things from me. Um, I, yeah, learned that I could sleep at eight 30 and wake up at four 30. Like I'm a huge night owl. So that was such a big, like, Oh shit, that's dope. Um, so just learning that, yeah, when like it is possible to recommit, to try new habits, to try new things, to extend yourself, to try again, um, to drop an old habit and rebuild a new one. All of it is possible. We just have to give ourselves the time. It takes time. So give yourself the time. Um, with that said, I want to wish you an amazing end of your 2023. I hope that 2024 is a year of blessings and abundance and audacity and that you walk in with so much grace and love for yourself, so much excitement for the things that you're going to accomplish, for the things that you're going to discover, for the things that you're going to experience. Um, I pray and I hope that you end this year. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities. 
from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Here in love and in light, I hope you are able to nourish a few relationships before ending the year. Uh, along with the relationship with yourself, I hope that you're able to, you know, also take some time and reflect however you do. So I hope these questions were a guiding light for you. Um, I would also suggest making a short, short term goal list and a long term goal list um, as you walk into 2024, not just one of those lists to kind of help prioritize as you are figuring out, you know, the things you want to accomplish in the new year. And with that said, I'm sending you so much love in abundance and i cannot wait to continue to be in a relationship in the new year um, more episodes to come thank you so much for listening for just for supporting for being a part of the podcast this year and for the many years that you have been a part of it please share this episode and so many of the other episodes that you enjoyed with friends and family and go back and listen to um, our past season and yeah keep looking forward to the next one and until then thanks so much guys see you soon Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.